Hello, everyone. I'm Olivia. And I'm Maddie. And we're so excited to welcome you back to The The Bigger Bigger Picture. Picture. Today, we'll be sharing stories about witches and curses. All right, let's get started. Okay, Maddie, what do you have for today? All right, I will be sharing a story connected to Salem, Massachusetts, which is also known as the Witch City of the United States, and I will be relating it to a small town in Maine. The story was was written by Q106.5, Maine's number one for new country. Okay. So the town of Holton, some 300 miles away from Salem, didn't even exist in 1692 when 25 people ultimately died after being accused of practicing witchcraft. In fact, there is a connection to the town of Holton that was settled by and named for Joseph Holton. Genealogical records provided to us by the Cary Libby Library in Holton show that he and his family settled in the area of August of 1809. The Salem witch trials were continuous to say the least. Townsfolk and families were deeply divided by their beliefs of who was really a witch and who was falsely accused. The Holton family is a prime example of this division. According to the Salem Witch Museum, Joseph Holton, his wife Sarah, and his son Joseph Holton Jr. signed a petition in defense of Rebecca Nurse, who was accused of witchcraft. It was a grand endorsement for Nurse, who was accused of bewitching Holton's son Benjamin to death. Those accusations came from Benjamin's widow, Joseph's daughter-in-law, Sarah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I did not want to be involved in the witch trials, that's for sure. No, no, no. I'm glad I'm around now, not then. Oh, my God. (laughs) Have you ever been to Salem before? I haven't. Have you? I have. Really? I hear it's pretty interesting. It is. My mom took a trip down with her girlfriends and she brought back like me a sweatshirt. Nice. But I've never been. I just wear it like I have been. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Olivia, what's your story for today? Okay, so I actually have some personal experience with my story. The legend of the witch's boot originates in Bucksport, Maine, and began all the way back in 1719 on February 20th in Woburn, Massachusetts. On this day, Jonathan Buck, the future founder of Bucksport, was born. Colonel Buck was a justice of the peace, and the very subject is the legend of the witch's boot. After sentencing an old woman to death by fire accused of being a witch, Colonel Buck was approached by her deformed son, who yelled, Your tomb shall bear the mark of a witch's foot for all eternity. Now, let's be honest, this is not the scariest threat when you think about it. Um, But anyways, this threat proved true when almost 75 years after his death, the tomb of Colonel Jonathan Buck suddenly appeared with a stain. The stain of what looked like a witch's foot. Now, before I continue, I'd like to add that it was reported that after the alleged witch was burned, her leg rolled from out of the fire. So, after this mysterious stain appeared, many people tried to get rid of the stain, even going as far as replacing the monument. But even after all of this, the stain would continue to reappear, and I myself visited the, the monument, and I do have to say that it was a bit unsettling, for sure. And it literally looks like a calf and a foot hanging underneath the buck name. And if you're interested in visiting, maybe going out for a drive on a nice day, you'll find the cursed tomb at 7 Hinks Street in Bucksport. 
and we'll even put in some simple directions in the description. Even if you aren't that interested in the tomb itself, the drive is beautiful. I've never been to Bucksport, Maine, but I might have to go and check it out. You should. Now, I know you gave like a little bit of a description of the foot, but how do they know that that's like a witch's foot? Like, how do they know it's not I mean, just an animal? It could very well just be like just a stain. I don't know, like a weird thing. Um, I mean, I guess I guess they don't really know. It's just kind of fun to think that it could be a that's curse. Like, like a little myth or something. Yeah. yeah, that's that's. And they get money. Like tons of people, I guess, are going over really? there. Do you have yeah. to pay to get in to see no. it? You just like there's a parking like place right next to the cemetery. There's a Hannaford across the street if you want some snacks. <laughs> oh well, yeah. sounds like I might have to take a trip. <laughs> okay, so that actually kind of leads into this question that I have for you, Maddie. Do you believe in spiritual things? Like, do you like not like the typical like witches with the big noses and the in the green skin, but like, do you believe in like? that stuff kind of honestly i've never like thought about it thoroughly i don't even like other than the witches with the green skin i've never seen like what a what these witches that we're talking about look like Mm -hmm. so i don't really know if i believe in them or not i mean some of the stories definitely sound very fake to me some of them could be believable but i've never really thought about it enough to like be dead set on one type of answer yeah you know what i mean yeah what do you think do you believe in witches I believe in karma. <laughs> I think yeah. like um, you do something bad. I think the universe has a way of telling you like, you know, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm not sure I really believe in like curses, curses. Yeah, you know, true. Like, like a curse out for someone. Yeah, like curse your family. Yeah, like, exactly. Curse your lineage. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely understand that for sure. Okay, cool. All right, I think that will wrap up our fourth episode for today. Yes, and if you'd like to listen to more stories, we'll be talking about Bigfoot encounters next episode. That sounds like a fun time to me. Thanks for (laughs) listening, everyone. We'll see you next time.